What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. American Ground Radio. Sounds so good. Patriots ask for it by name. In fact, there's going to be an emoji for it pretty soon. Well, that's what I heard. Is, isn't it? That's not true. That's true, right? Okay. This is American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Lewis Sar Avalone. You know, the Trump haters are out in force okay. all across the country. You know, the New York Post, which Trump once called his favorite newspaper, right? featured DeSantis on its front page yesterday yeah. Yeah. after the Florida governor's election went along with the headline that read, The Future. Okay. The Future was DeSantis, according to the okay. New York Times. All now, right. the following day, the Washington Post published a scathing editorial attacking the influence of what they called, and I quote, mm-hmm. toxic Trump. Okay. Describing him as the most profound vote repellent in modern American history. Well, I'm not sure that that's true. Well, no, it it also came, this kind of rhetoric, anti-Trump mm-hmm. rhetoric, also came from within the GOP. Right. Georgia's Republican Lieutenant Governor, Jeff Duncan, mm-hmm. told CNN... The midterm results showed that Trump was now, and I quote, in the rear view mirror of the GOP. Yeah, and that's that's premature, too. But if you're looking at what happened in Georgia, Trump does not like Governor Kemp. Kemp won over Stacey Abrams easily, even though the last time they came up to an election, it was a one percent race. He did endorse Walker and Walker was Donald Trump's handpicked candidate. Walker has failed to beat Warnock and wasn't even leading. They're going to a runoff, and Walker is in is trailing, heading into that runoff. That was Donald Trump's pick in the state of Georgia. So if you look at well, there's other Trump candidates: J.D. Vance, J.D. Ted Vance Budd, did well. They, they uh, did well. Almost certainly, Kerry Lake, okay. Adam Laxalt, all right, uh, but potentially Blake Masters, um, and possibly after the runoff, Herschel Walker will have won their races in highly competitive swing states, despite being outspent by tens of millions of dollars. J.D. Vance is, I think, the only one you can really point to. We're saying, look, that was somebody that came out of nowhere. Trump endorsed, and he won. Everybody else was already either the front runner when Trump endorsed or was in a state they were going to win anyway. It's the close elections where a Trump-picked candidate was was put in over others and has underperformed. I know Herschel but- Walker underperformed in Georgia, we cannot deny that. And Dr. Oz underperformed in Pennsylvania. We cannot deny those things. Those things are true. Yes. If there are no voting irregularities in those states. Okay. Yes. Okay. But we can just play that game putting, all along. I'm not playing that game. I'm just putting that out there. Okay. But right now, there's there's no there's no one claiming Dr. Oz lost Pennsylvania with irregularities. Not at this time. Okay. No. So. Dr. Oz lost the race. Dr. Oz was Donald Trump's handpicked candidate. And if Trump hadn't picked Oz, 
Oz wouldn't have won the primary. Oz was in third place when Trump gave him the endorsement. Okay, but that is on Donald Trump. That's true, but where Republican can- candidates did falter, it was not just those that were chosen by the former president. Okay, you had numerous strong House candidates who were handpicked by Kevin McCarthy, who may or may not be the next Speaker of the House, by the way. Okay. There's a couple of gentlemen from Louisiana that are that are being considered if, in fact, Kevin McCarthy doesn't well, get well, enough support from his fellow Republicans. Steve Scalise said that he's going to support McCarthy for I understand, but if he speaker. doesn't get the votes, then yeah. it may be Steve Scalise. Many have also rumored that it is 4th Congressional Congressman, district congressman from mm. Louisiana, Mike Johnson. I think Mike Johnson well. would make an excellent Speaker of the House. But where I'm going with this is there were several candidates that were handpicked by Kevin McCarthy that mm-hmm. lost races as well. Okay, so it wasn't just Republican it wasn't just Trump. candidates picked by Trump. No, it wasn't just Trump. Mitch McConnell also deserves way, some of the blame. And by the way, excuse me, the record of Trump, uh-huh. what 174 races, it's victorious. Very good. There's been no one in in American history. Who has had a better endorsement record, especially at the primary level? The problem is winning federal elections. The race in Georgia was highly winnable. The race in Pennsylvania was highly winnable. And the Republicans needed to win those. I understand. Donald Trump's endorsements in those races created a drag on those specific tickets. But vote tabulation is still in progress. The Senate is still hanging in the balance. Not in not in Georgia. I mean, not in Georgia, not in Pennsylvania. Those those are done. But I think also President well, no, there's a runoff, Stephen. It, well there's a runoff, but the vote yeah. tabulation's done. They've they've counted those votes. They're going to a runoff. They, they've counted the vote tabulation is done in Pennsylvania. Are you talking about the vote tabulation is not done in Arizona yeah, and Nevada? Absolutely. Okay, those are different races. Okay, but Blaming Trump, I mean, for those races or any races, uh-huh. I think is disingenuous at best. And it's not disingenuous. I'm not being disingenuous at all. Blaming Do- blaming Donald look, Trump we for would missing not, Pennsylvania, gonna, I don't think that's disingenuous in any way, shape, or form. I'm going to put it out there. Look, this country, uh-huh. the Republican Party, conservative candidates across this country would not be where they are without Agreed. having had President Agreed. Trump. But what was the what was the and, headline? And now folks are, you know. What was the headline on the Washington Post? The future. The fu- oh, I'm sorry, New York Post. Yeah, the future. Okay, this isn't about what Trump did in 2016. Because what Trump did in 2016 changed I, America I for understand. the better. And we and look, Ron DeSantis owes Trump a debt of gratitude for Ron DeSantis, I don't think is possible without Trump in 2016. Not at all. That's not the question. The question is 2024. And going into the landslide election that was supposed to happen, this red wave that was supposed to happen on Don, on Tuesday, and Donald Trump comes out and says, I'm going to announce that I'm running for president. Come up. It's going to be a great announcement. It's going to be it's going to be secret. Can't tell anybody, but it's going to be awesome. I'm not going to fall saying, in. I'm not going to fall in to that crowd. That's is going he to going go after is Donald, Donald Trump, Trump the best choice? For 2024. You know what we should be talking about What's is that? whether or not sentiment minority leader Mitch McConnell is the best he's choice. Not. He's not to lead the United States he's Senate and I'll for tell the you Republican why. Here's Party. Here's why. Here's why. Because he backed out of two Senate races that he should have continued to support. Uh, Laxalt in, in right. Nevada That's right. and up in uh, Bullduck up in New Hampshire. And Mitch McConnell screwed the Republican Party by pulling out of those races when he should not have. And that's so, what we ought to be talking about. That's not about, one of not the three. about Donald Trump. That's one of the three. To say, you cannot say, Mitch McConnell failed in two races and he shouldn't be the leader of the Republicans in the Senate. 
and not say Donald Trump failed in two races and it's questionable about whether he should be the de facto head of the Republican Party for 2024. Yeah, that's not a question for me. I, I'm not going to abandon. If so it doesn't matter if Donald Trump fails. No, if he fails. If he, he fails. How has he failed? How has he you, failed? Uh, Pennsylvania. Seriously? Pennsylvania. Oh, come and, on. No, look, Donald oh, Trump calls people losers. Two races. Race losers. Two races. I understand. 74 endorsements. I'm playing victorious. the same game Trump plays. If anybody ever loses anything, he calls them a loser. Donald That's not Trump necessarily lost true. in Pennsylvania. He's delivered the results. I'm he just saying. He called Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSanctimonious. Two days before he okay. was supposed to be reelected. I, I, That's not what the leader of the Republican Party does. I don't know what he meant he by that. He did not mean as a compliment, and you commented. know that. Look, Trump is is a kingmaker, and he's he, he and he's only like, interested in making himself king. No, he's oh, not interested in the good of the Republican Party. On. Oh, that is just not right. He would that not, is not if fair. If he wasn't that interested is, in the oh good of the Republican Party, you do not slam Ron DeSantis three days before he's trying to win. The Republican Party establishment controlled the money. Trump I is agree. a kingmaker. You've got to follow the money. Mark Kelly outspent Blake Masters six and a half times to one after McConnell very publicly pulled his PACs ad spins from Arizona, New Hampshire, and Alaska. And McConnell's failures do not excuse Trump's. I, I There's no failure here. So it, Dr. Oz is going to be a senator. Dr. Oz is a senator? You know what? You can't win them all. That doesn't mean you're not a success. Let's get to the top three things you need to know before tomorrow. First thing you need to know before tomorrow, inflation continues to be close to historic levels here in the U.S. The latest data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics says the annual inflation rate is 7.7%. The most of that increase in prices came from food, shelter, and energy costs. That means that if you haven't gotten at least a 7.7% raise in the past year, your income has actually gone down. President Biden and Democrats have been insisting that inflation isn't a big deal, with the president claiming earlier this year that inflation had only gone up by an inch. Oh, yeah, of course. And yet, look at who folks in Pennsylvania elected. I mean, seriously. It makes no sense. Second thing you need to know before tomorrow, ballots are continuing to be counted slowly in Arizona and Nevada, and the outcome of the races there will determine who controls the Senate. In Arizona, only about 75% of the ballots cast on Election Day and by mail have been counted. In addition to the problems experienced on Election Day by 17,000 voters whose ballots couldn't be read by machine, an additional 600,000 mail-in ballots must be counted. Democrats hold the lead in the Senate and governors and lieutenant governors races there, but their margins are shrinking as more ballots are counted. You know, it's got to be a question of competence. We, you know, birds of a feather flock together. Okay. Why can Florida uh-huh. count 7 million ballots right. in a single night, and yet Arizona, uh-huh. I mean, they're talking about it being, you know, maybe what? A week from now, two yeah. weeks from now, a month from now. And the third thing you need to know before tomorrow in Nevada, about 15% of the ballots there still need to be counted. Republican challenger Adam Laxalt has a slim lead over Democrat incumbent Catherine Cortez Masto. But the counting there is slow because the state moved to universal vote by mail. Every registered voter was mailed a ballot, and the state is still waiting for those ballots to be returned. As long as they were postmarked by Election Day, they will be counted. You know what? Folks need to get together. Secretary of States need to get together. I know they meet. Mm -hmm. They need to hold each other accountable. They've got to say, look, we've got to have a uniform standard. We're all going to turn in the results of our respective states the night of the election, not two weeks later. Or people will lose trust in the electoral process. And when they do that, they lose trust in the republic itself. This has got to get changed. We'll be right back. 
Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You're on board American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. And so Corrine Jean-Pierre, she has a bit of a sore throat. I think she's been, she? she's been either screaming at the president, uh-huh. maybe screaming at reporters. Maybe she's just been talking a whole lot. Maybe but, it's just seasonal allergies. But at the White House today, they asked her, they said, look, Will Democrats yeah. work with Republicans? And, of course, you know, she said basically Democrats are going to oust more MAGA Republicans in 2024 because one election won't change their Biden agenda. Take a listen. In that, how, how does the president assess the state of U.S. democracy and the health of that democracy when so many election deniers are being elected to Congress, a majority of the Republican caucus. So the president has been very clear that he still sees that uh, he believes our democracy is still under under threat and that the American people have to defend it. That's something that he's going to continue to say. And the part of that is rejecting election lies or those who would use violence to overthrow democracy. And so you did see that from the American people. Uh, but again, it's still under threat. It, one election will not change that, right? And so there's still work to be done. There's still work to strengthen our democracy and there's still work to protect our democracy. Again, it's not going to happen under one election or even 2020 election, right? We've continued to work towards that so wait if the people who denied the 2020 election those election deniers have now been elected into congress and the president refuses to work with them <laughs> does that make the president an election denier for 2022 no no he's exactly no he's right our democracy biden that is our democracy is under threat but you know what it's not what they it's, say it it's is. by him our democracy not is just him it's, it's by a lot of people in the Democrat Party. Oh, well, of course. The entire cabal. Stacey Abrams, right? It's the entire Democrat Party. You're, you, that's where you're going. Not not the entire Democrat Party, but a large portion of them. Look, but anybody look, that was involved in ballot harvesting, okay, let's, yeah, that's a threat against democracy. Okay, but let's just set that aside for a minute. Let's not even talk about party. Okay. This country, mm-hmm. our democracy, is under threat by deficit spending. That's true. By an open border. That's true. By runaway inflation. Yep. That, Mm -hmm. in and of itself. uh, And we haven't even gotten to China yet. uh, Our selling of our strategic petroleum reserves to China and to foreign countries. For political purposes. No energy security here at home. Damaging our future. I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with party or partisanship. It has everything to do with policy, failed policies that truly do threaten our democracy. We got a question for our American Mamas. Dear Mamas, why isn't anyone talking about this diesel shortage? Well, let's ask our American Mamas. Mama, Mama. And joining us now are American Mamas, Terry Nettaville and Denise Arthur. Uh, this is a very big deal. I, I believe it was last week I read we've got, what, 25 days worth of diesel fuel stocked up in the entire United States. And every single thing you own, even the house you live in, was, was dependent upon diesel. Everything you eat is dependent upon diesel. Everything you wear dependent upon diesel. Every single thing in your home and in your life runs on diesel. 
What do we do if we don't have diesel? Uh, very little. You better start learning how to play pixie sticks because then your Christmas is coming. <laughs> I'm just saying, your chewy boxes, your dogs ain't getting nothing, your kids aren't getting nothing, diabetics probably won't get their supplies. Mm. I mean, and it's very scary. And, you know, and I don't know because, you know, we don't really even know the whole truth of it all. I mean, is it because of all our problems and what's going on in Russia? Because before we were, you know, most everything was coming out of Russia. But, I mean, the thing about it, I don't think people don't, they don't stop to think. Young people aren't stopping to think if there's no, can, let me just, Until it affects imagine them. a world mm. and where you're going on a trip. And you're going down I-20, I-30, I-whatever, and you don't see one 18-wheeler. Mm. Imagine, have you ever been on the interstate no. and have not seen an 18-wheeler? Not in my lifetime. And no. every 18-wheeler that you see is full of something that is going somewhere. It's full of goods, full of presents, full of whatever. I know because my husband drives an 18-wheeler for UPS. And look, people depend on him to get those packages where they're going. And they're not all just frivolous stuff. And I think that's what people need to stop and think about. Right. I mean, they're your groceries. Mm -hmm. They're your medication. They're your supplies for whatever illness you have. A or lot of your times, oxygen. Until it affects somebody, they don't really, they're not able to see it. They're not able to feel it. And we were, before this president took office, we were, we were energy independent. And we have what it takes to you know, open up those pipelines. We had a president that went in on the first day. He cut everything. Keystone. I mean, he is against oil and gas. We all know that. So now here we are two years later. We're at the peak season, as you said. Right. And now we're days away from running out, apparently. I want to come back to that because you, you had mentioned earlier, this is peak season for diesel usage. Yes. Right. Why is that? Well, like for, for UPS and for FedEx and stuff, well, because for, okay, black, and you think it's not, it really has already started for them, but then Black Friday mm. really kicks it off because this is, people are Christmas shopping right. right now. People are ordering their Christmas right now. And especially since pandemic, people don't go to stores anymore. People order everything. I don't care Absolutely. if the store is right up the street from you. You're, you're, you're more apt to just order it and have mm -hmm. it delivered to your house. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, and now you don't even know if you're going to get stuff in time if you order it now. I mean, you know, we're like, just say, for instance, um, we're redoing a home and we're, we were told the first thing we have to do is order windows and they'll probably be the last things to get here. So you well, just, if you think you about it, know. everything, like you said, if you go to the grocery store, you see the big 18-wheelers out there load unloading the food and That's goods. how your food got here. Yes. ACI, that's how your food gets here, honey. Honey, yeah. it comes in a truck. <laughs> and then the pharmacy, CVS, they have the trucks that come in and they give you the drugs and the supplies. And absolutely every facet of our life has uh, pretty much came to us by diesel, came to us by truckers right. came to us by people or railway from one, and we're gonna, we're yeah problems absolutely with that too. and so why are we not you know we've got this president who's begging saudi we have it here in america trump proved that we could do that and now we we're not using we that. can't do anything he did that's voodoo nope, 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 nope. and right now as we're worried about this terrifying thing coming up Biden gets out in front of the whole world and says that he's going to be done with it. We're going to let it go. We're all going to go electric. 
right here before. And then, of course, the White House is walking it back like they always have to do. But we're in a situation now that it is do or die. We are literally on the brink of seeing something that we have never seen within our lifetime. And electric is not all electric. Right. I mean, let's be honest. They don't tell that part Educate either. Educate the people. Yeah. Yeah. It is not, you can't, it's not just electric. Y- your electric vehicle runs on coal. Yes, Thank exactly. You. And you have the media, MSNBC, MB, all of them, all the left side media. They come out and they say, look, the Republicans, all they know is fear mongering. They're trying to fear monger all these people. No, this is actual reality. Why are you not telling people the truth? This is what's happening right yeah. now. These are facts. This is hard data. Things that I didn't think that you could ever, you know, just lie about. But they do. They've lied and to look, us for years. Standing in line for bread is not fear-mongering. That's something that has happened in history. And let me tell you, history repeats itself. If you'd like to ask our American Mamas a question, go to our website, AmericanGroundRadio.com slash Mamas, and click on the Ask the Mamas button. Terry Nettaville, Denise Arthur, thank y'all. Thank you. Well, coming up next here on American Ground Radio, we are digging deep. We'll be right back. Stick around. Choosy Moms Choose American Ground Radio. It's smooth, creamy, and now contains 7 grams of protein per serving. With Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. Stephen Paul with Lewis R. Avalone. Well, Joe Biden said the majority, the overwhelming majority of Americans are happy with a record high inflation economy what with soaring gas prices no what that's what he said a direct quote he says the overwhelming this is a direct quote i i'm not making this up the overwhelming majority of american people support my economic agenda i'm confident these policies are working so a reporter asked him Mm, yeah they said, well, okay, after these midterm elections. When Republicans did actually outvote Democrats. And now they're going to take control of the House, maybe the Senate. Uh-huh. What are you going to do when you have a record number of people mm-hmm. in this country, what, like 80, 70, 80% who don't want you to run, number one, right. and number two, feel like the country's going in the wrong direction? What are you going to do differently in the next two years? Here's what he had to say. Uh, Americans are frustrated. In, in fact, 75% of voters say the country is heading into the wrong direction despite the results of last night. What in the next two years do you intend to do differently uh, to change people's uh, opinion of the direction of the country, particularly as you contemplate a run for president in 2024? Nothing, because they're just finding out what we're doing. The more they know about what we're doing, the more support there is. 
Do you know anybody who wants us to get rid of the change we made on prescription drug prices and raise prices? Now, uh, as Americans shocking, are, uh, as Americans are frustrated. As shocking as that clip is, yes, it just won't stop. Oh. But nevertheless, as unexpected, I mean, to say, I'm not doing anything, anything differently yeah. in the next two years. I'm just doubling down, right. on stupidity. Yes. Take a listen to a CNN commentator who offered her opinion on the same question. He said he he just wouldn't do anything different because, of course, our achievements take a long time to be recognized. That's insulting people. And and I don't think that was a good answer from the president. Now, this is on on CNN. This is on CNN. So, you know, two very shocking clips. I mean, you be the judge. Which one is is more? I think, unexpected. You know, I think there's. I think the CNN one's actually more expected. Unexpected. I expect. Uh, I I expect Joe Biden to say dumb things all the time. I expect Joe Biden to operate in arrogance and ignorance as if it's a Monday through Friday breakfast sandwich. So that was CNN's Gloria Borger, mm-hmm. who probably just had her last appearance on CNN. Maybe not. Maybe not, though. CNN's trying to... They're saying they want to be more neutral. She just may not have as many friends at CNN as she used to. Either way, it's time to dig deep. Working in a coal mine Going down, down, down Working in a coal mine About to step down Working in a Said before on the show, the green movement is really red on the inside. It's not Republican red, it's communist, communist red. red. Okay. Okay, the green movement buys into big government, collectivism, government control, the reduction of individual freedoms. They cannot accomplish their climate goals without implementing socialism and reducing individual liberties. Can't happen. Okay? Right? Uh, no, I. you're saying that the green movement uh-huh. buys into big government yep. and collectivism, they're, they're, government they're control. Communists. Basically, it's, it's reduction this, of individual freedoms. It's the socialism idea. And here's more proof. We've talked about how they are holding another climate conference this time in Egypt, right? They're holding that this, this week. They're flying in all these planes. All of those private jets. Okay. Al Gore was there. Al Gore. Well, he must have, you know, he's selling carbon credits. Yes. So uh, he must have bought, like, you know, millions of dollars of carbon them from credits himself. Just a, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Al Gore was there giving a big speech along with Google. Al Gore's teamed up with Google. Google has a nonprofit organization they call Climate Trace. That trace is an acronym tracking real-time atmospheric carbon emissions. So what does Climate Trace do? They use satellites to look at who's putting out the most carbon dioxide. On their website, here's what the the first line on their website says. More than 70,000 of the highest emitting greenhouse gas sources identified in largest available global emissions inventory. Inventory, what is that? They also wrote, today, the Climate Trace Coalition released the most detailed facility-level global inventory of greenhouse gas emissions to date, including emissions data for 72,612 individual sources worldwide. The 70,000-plus individual sites, including specific power plants, steel mills, urban road networks, and oil and gas fields, represent the top power sector oil and gas production and refining, shipping, aviation, mining, waste, agriculture, road transportation, and the production of steel, cement, and aluminum. I I don't know what any of that means. There are already folks that Uh track this sort of information. There's folks that track the number of coal-fired power plants that we have, those that are under construction, those that are in pre-construction. So here's what Al Gore and Google and Climate Trace are doing. 
They're using satellites to look down on the earth 24 hours a day, seven days a week to keep track of who puts out the most carbon dioxide. And then what? They publish it. Okay. So, so, so all of a sudden China's going to so – China's one of the, the deadliest polluters. Sure. Yeah. In the world. Okay, you think Al Gore's going to have any influence over China? Precisely. All right, so it's not Al Gore. That's not what there it is. It's factories, power plants, and did you notice they said road transportation? Yes, they're tracking your car. So Al Gore is presenting all this data today, and he said, this data could be used to punish the people who are putting out the most carbon dioxide. They're going to use satellites. Wait a minute, he used the word punish? Mm Mm-hmm. You serious? Mm Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm Mm-hmm. To punish. To punish. I see. So it's Al Gore's job to punish. Well, no, no. It's Al Gore and Google's job. Oh, I see. Okay. This is from Bloomberg. Quote, the the sources of emissions data that are available are are not granular enough or comprehensive enough to use as the basis for decisions, former Al Gore president, vice president Al Gore said in an interview. So what are we, what we are finding is that there is a ravenous hunger for accurate data. He's saying we didn't have enough detailed data, so we're people want more detailed data about what regular people are doing. So, could this be used to track out how much carbon dioxide you personally put out and then have Al Gore send you a bill for your admissions? Climate Trace told Daily Caller, quote, our work is not focused on emissions resulting from the typical daily activities of individuals. Notice what they didn't say. They didn't say we don't want to do that. That would be an outrageous invasion of privacy. They didn't say that. They didn't say the technology doesn't exist to do that. Remember, Google is involved. Have you ever gone on Google Maps and looked at your house and saw your car in front of your house? You ever done that? Yeah, well, Google's already got the technological capability to follow your car around on satellites, keep track of your mileage, and then, I mean, yeah, I could see them... Sending you a bill for your carbon dioxide, can't you? I mean, wait wait a minute, but why would, what is, Stephen, I mean, hold on a minute, what authority does Google have? So All of a sudden they're a taxing authority now? So what if Google gets the government to do it? What if Google hands all this technology over to Washington, D.C., to the EPA? And the EPA, which gets to make up whatever rules it wants to, right? Remember that, that waters rule that it just made up? Why wouldn't the EPA just be able to use that climate trace data that Al Gore put out, send you a bill for your carbon dioxide? Well, Pete Buttigieg has already talked about mm-hmm. you paying by the mile. Exactly. This technology would give them the ability to do it. They touted this climate trace database as radical transparency. It's not radical transparency. No, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a radical yeah, surveillance state. Absolutely. Worse, it's a radical global surveillance state, and it's not designed for transparency. It's designed... To punish offenders. So we are offenders now for pursuing our happiness, for driving a vehicle, for powering our home with electricity. The climate agenda cannot allow people to pursue their own happiness. Because if you do, if you pursue your happiness, you won't do the thing they want you to do. So you'll need to be punished for that. This is Green-Eyed Big Brother. We'll be back. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Lewis R. Avalone. I still don't understand this whole Fetterman victory in Pennsylvania. I mean, you know, you either have to say there's something going on there 
that we're not aware of with respect to some sort of voting irregularity. I know there have not been any allegations of such. I'm just saying there's there's one of a couple of scenarios. Either the people of Philadelphia, or excuse me, Pennsylvania, are absolutely crazy. I mean, just out of their mind crazy to elect someone who obviously is not in the health, mm-hmm. does not have the appropriate health to hold the job. Okay. Or there's some sort of voting irregularity. I mean, I know or, I'm setting up. Okay. What's the other or? They didn't think Dr. Oz was a significant improvement. Oh, and look, my Lord. You mean someone that's articulate? Someone that... Someone that doesn't really live in the state? That represents... Someone that's never been in public office? Look, if, if you live in inner, inner Philadelphia, okay? So, so you live in the urban center of Philadelphia, and and Oprah Winfrey comes out and Oprah Winfrey says don't vote for Dr. Oz you gonna vote for Dr. Oz you're gonna do what Oprah told you to do so you're gonna vote for the most liberal most radical United States Senate candidate if I live inside inner Philadelphia and I'm depending upon government money to to be able to buy groceries absolutely I'm voting for the Democrat I'm not voting for the Republican voting for the Democrat now, I don't think that's the way to live. I don't think that's that's a good choice. I, I think Dr. Oz was a significantly better choice than, than Fetterman. And there are folks in the media. But Fetterman's been elected to statewide office in, in Pennsylvania before. He was the sitting lieutenant governor. That gave him a tremendous advantage no, to begin. I, I understand. But there are some in the media who are now speculating mm-hmm. that Senator-elect John Fetterman mm-hmm. could run for president someday. Well, of course it could. Well, I, well, if if he is, recovers is from, he the, significantly, from his stroke. Is he significantly more confused than Joe Biden? Okay, I don't think that ought to be the standard here. I don't think it should be the standard either, but Joe Biden ran for president and he was impaired. I mean, you why, saw the debate. Why deba- couldn't Fetterman? You saw the debate saw between the debate. Fetterman and Oz. And there's no way he should have been elected, but he was, which says something about the politics in the state of Pennsylvania. Let's get to a bright spot. I'm doing all right. Getting good grades. The future's so bright. I gotta wear shades. Here's a list of all the states where votes have fully been counted. You ready? Okay. Alabama, Arkansas, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Iowa, Illinois, although Illinois was slow, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Minnesota, Mississippi, North Carolina, North Dakota, Nevada, uh, I'm sorry, Nebraska, New Jersey, New Mexico, Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Virginia, Vermont, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Congratulations to all those states. That, that's a bright spot. That is, that's a lot of states. Yeah, it's a it's lot of not states. enough, though. It's not enough states. It should be every state. You know, there's a new poll out from Rasmussen. That says 80% of Americans think all ballots should be counted on Election Day. Not a few days later, not weeks or months later, Election Day. 80% of Americans say this. Yeah, what's, I can't think of anything that 80% of Americans, well, wait a minute, other, I was going to say, I can't think of anything that 80% of Americans agree on, Uh well, except that this country is headed in the wrong direction Uh, under Joe Biden. That's 74%. That's not 80. Okay, but it's roughly. It's close. It's close. Okay, but but a, a larger majority of people think 
Election Day should be Election Day. The ballot should be counted on Election Day. And obviously this includes both Republicans and, and Democrats. Independents, uh, you, libertarians. You don't get to 80% without getting a majority of all of the groups. Yeah, we, Even more so than the 74% who say we're in the wrong direction. We could all hold hands. We could. And sing kumbaya about this one issue. So here are the states that are ruining it for everyone else. <laughs> Alaska. Alaska's ruining it. Okay. Because they've got ranked choice. And their ranked choice apparently can't use computers to figure stuff out. I, look, I could write a program right now that could do a ranked choice thing it, like in the blink of an eye. Right? Sure, sure. But apparently they can't figure that out in Alaska. So ranked choice takes up several weeks. Arizona, they've got counting problems and they're waiting for mail-in ballots. California hasn't finished counting. They're still waiting for some mail-in ballots. What about Colorado? Well, Colorado does universal mail-by-ballot, so Colorado hasn't finished everything. New York? New York, Maryland, Maine, they haven't finished all their counting. Nevada hasn't finished all of its counting. And again, Nevada is waiting for mail-in ballots to be returned. And of course, up in Cascadia, Washington and, and Oregon, neither one of those states has finished counting because they're both waiting for mail-in ballots to be returned. The election was Tuesday. They're still waiting for ballots to show up. How is that not begging for fraud? Okay, so of those states that have not finished counting, uh-huh. what, you have seven blue states yep. in that list, yep. two purple states. If you include Arizona as a purple state, which and is kind of his And one right red now. state. That's right, Alaska. So mail-in ballots creates more opportunity for fraud. It creates more opportunity for errors than in-person voting. No, there was a study from MIT that showed 25% of mail-in ballots get lost. It's crazy. I mean, that's 25, you're disenfranchising 25% of the country if we went to a 100% mail-in ballot system. And there's states that have already done that. And they also make it impossible to know who won an election... On election day. Yeah, that needs to change. Because Ameri- 80% of Americans agree. By the time we wake up on Wednesday, we should already know the outcome of the election. It's incompetent that we don't. And at this point, you have to say that incompetency is intentional. Mm-hmm. That's right. We'll be back. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Louis R. Avalone. Well, Biden's endorsement in Florida was absolutely useless i mean charlie christ yeah has now lost statewide elections as a republican yep as a democrat yep and as an independent yep i mean he's gone for the trifecta I, well done. he has done but you know there's a poll out or mm-hmm. a study that shows that biden's endorsements actually cause voters to not want to vote for that candidate wow and an endorsement from president biden mm-hmm. this is in this report says makes an individual less likely to support a candidate. This is from Rasmussen Reports. Wow. Uh, does that surprise you? No, of course it doesn't. Right. But at the same time... Well, I mean, he's the president of the United States of America. He is a you know the leader of the Democrat Party on paper. He His endorsement should bring people out in his party out to the polls. The fact that it doesn't. But does anyone really believe that Joe Biden is going to run for re-election in 2024? Uh, I, I mean, uh, Joe Biden might. Uh, even his own party doesn't want him to run. Right. And the fact that but he has no coattails and he's demonstrated that from this midterm. That's not that's not going to be what determines whether Joe Biden runs or not. 
The only thing that's going to the only Jill thing that's Biden, Doctor Jill Biden, probably. But really, it's going to be about whether he thinks he can win or not. not whether his cabal thinks he can win or not. If nobody tells him, whoa. Well, Mo Hunter caught a nasty form of meningitis and then tuberculosis, and he was in so much trouble, doctors had to put him in a coma for more than a month. Fortunately, Mo recovered. But when he woke up, that's when something weird happened. One of the first things Mo did was to draw a character he played in a video game. His mother asked him, when did you learn to draw? Mo said, I didn't. You see, before he went into the coma, Mo didn't have any artistic ability or desire at all. Since then, Mo has continued his artwork and expanded into a business where he carves intricate designs and characters into wood, including life-size Star Wars characters. Mo said, this wasn't something I could have done before, and it was nice. I really enjoyed it. Well, you know, you take lemons, you yeah. turn them into lemonade. May your pursuit of happiness bring you joy. Is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.